Hello, and welcome to the Diversity in Sports podcast. My name is Farron Ash, and I am joined, as always, by my dad. Jeff Ash, good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to episode two. Uh, we got a lot to talk about tonight. Um, please, hope, I, hope you have a Hope you've had a chance to look at our previous episode. Certainly got questions, uh, but thanks for for checking us out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for just engaging on social media. We appreciate it. Like Dad said, this is episode two. So we're excited to keep talking sports and things related to sports um, and just kind of get into it. So... Tonight, uh, we've got a couple of things that we're going to talk about. We can, we'll just kind of like start with the NFL week, weeks in review. Um, we'll touch on our teams. We'll talk about uh, concussion protocol, Tua, all of those things. So, yeah, it's been an interesting week, as always, in the NFL. You know, we got the Broncos looking terrible, um our our teams in particular not having uh the greatest start to this season uh bills are doing bills things chiefs are doing chiefs things um seen a lot of quality quarterback play and a lot of not quality quarterback play um but yeah what'd you think of the past week well, you know, you you really said it all here. Um, you know, my, my comment with the Broncos is is I don't know if the Broncos are playing that bad or is Russell Wilson really playing that bad. He don't look like Russ is definitely not cooking. It doesn't right? look like it. He doesn't look like he's cooking nothing. He's cooking it's string beans or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what Russ is cooking. Yeah. But um, no, our team, you, you've heard us say uh, we are commanders and Steelers strongly. And, you know, I've been a Pittsburgh Steelers fan for multiple decades. I don't know that I've seen them look as horrible as they did uh, this past Sunday with oh, against dear. the Bills. I mean, I granted the Bills are nice. And, you know, high powered, but, you know, I heard some commentary uh, reporters say the, the Bills got bored. It was so bad. They got bored oh, with no. playing us. Um, I, I'm hopeful that such an embarrassing loss, uh, you know, with, with a rookie quarterback in for game two that he, I mean, there's going to be growing pains, but I guess my issue is you can still be competitive and they weren't competitive at all in any phase of the game. Kicker missed two, three field goals. Defense couldn't stop anybody. Um, people couldn't catch. Just bad. And, and all of this falls on the coach. You know, mm. um, okay. You know, it falls on the coach. Didn't, didn't look like they were ready to play. In fact, the first play of the game, first or second play of the game, was a 98-yard touchdown. So... Not happy at all. Uh, my 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 loyalty won't won't change, but it sure makes for a long Sunday when you can't watch your team, and these highlights will live on in infamy of how great a day Josh Allen had. So um, yeah, it just takes me a while to get over a loss, but um, I'm hoping uh, our our rookie quarterback and the defense will improve, and, and hope we we can at least be competitive. Worst case scenario, we are horrible the rest of the year and we get a really high draft pick. Yeah, true. Um, So how do you feel about the the move to Kenny Pickett, rookie quarterback, over uh, Trubisky? Well, you know, that's that's a great question. Um, I, I did think they would give Trubisky a little more time. Uh, but but the offense was just looking so stagnant. Yeah. And, um, you know, I feel for this guy who signed this two-year contract. I think his wife is expecting or just had a baby. And, they, you know, you relocate to a city. And, and then you get benched like that. You know, I imagine that's tough to live in the city if you're him. You know, I feel for him. But, you know, um, 
NFL is about winning. And certainly, you know, if you lose, that's one thing. But when you're not competitive, you're not scoring any points, and it's the quarterback. Hey, the other thing is we I don't we I think we are winless when TJ Watt doesn't play. Yes. So got to solve that riddle, too. You know? Yes. I I know he's good, um, like great even. But it's really puzzling to me that one person could make such a huge difference um, on a team, especially somebody who's not a quarterback. Um, but like significantly changes the winning and losing outcome for the team. So, um, but he's coming back soon. I want to say in another like two or so weeks. He was supposed to, but rumor they're reporting while he was rehabbing for his chest injury, Uh he had some kind of knee procedure. Oh boy. So that, oh. But, you know, I got a question for you when I think of just quarterbacks. Uh, yeah. Carson Wentz has been around for a while, and young, yeah. and the commanders drafted a quarterback. Yeah. So when do you go to when, – when, when do you think you should go to the, to the rookie? Honestly, I mean, whenever they want to, it's fine with me because Wentz has proven that he is okay. Um, he's not great. Um, there's a reason he's been tossed around to, I don't know, three, three teams in the last three years. Um, he's inconsistent and I I don't get to watch the games live, um, from where I'm at either. So I just kind of get highlights here and there, but I will get a chance to watch him on Thursday. So we'll see what he, what he looks like live, but to me, it is too unpredictable. It could be three interceptions one game and then three four touchdowns the next game I just I need more consistency um I need more predictability from the quarterback um and I think the team just deserves like a better chance like people like McLaurin and other folks who've been around for a while and just haven't really won I I want them to win they've been around they've been patient they've been loyal could have been moved on to other teams. So to me, I'm like, go ahead and put a rookie in. Let, let's see. Can it get worse than one and four? I, I mean, you could win zero games, but we're kind of lucky to have won the one that we did. So I feel like you might as well put in the new guy. And then same thing. If, if we're really terrible, we'll get some good picks. We'll try to regroup. But even if we're terrible again, it won't be anything new. So... Put the new guy in. Why not? That's you know, I guess the question for our listeners is, please write in. We'll ask our listeners, when do you think you should go to the new quarterback? Yeah. You know, when when should, you know, another interesting dilemma when I just think of quarterbacks, and I'm not a Cowboys fan, but their backup quarterback's been doing really good. Very true. Do you take him out and put in uh, Prescott when yeah. – and when Prescott was in there, Dallas looked pretty bad. They did, which that's so, very confusing. Right. So the question for our listeners, when do you suggest mm-hmm. you go to the quarter, go to the backup quarterback? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I don't know if we said this in the first episode. We we definitely pledged our allegiances to the teams we do enjoy. We are not Cowboys fans. No. Um, in fact. Like, this is years ago at this point. At some point, it must have been a Sunday night game um, or Sunday afternoon game. We was watching the Cowboys play somebody. They lost. And because they lost, we went out to dinner. Um, so <laughs> we are we are not Cowboys fans. So sorry to the Cowboys fans. Yeah. We we still going to be good hosts. And, you know, we gonna, we going to talk about things that need to be talked about. But um, we are... Not. We're not shy about sharing We're not. our sentiments about the Cowboys and for me and the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. My my dislike for the Patriots was more closely tied to Tom Brady and my dislike for him because of everybody just worshiping the ground that he walks on, even though he seems like a pretty average white guy. But, you know, I could kind of take or leave the Patriots, too. So yeah. 
But yeah. We'll talk more a little. We'll talk even a little more about this roughing the passer stuff, which has Tom Brady's name on it. Yes. Surprise, right. surprise. Yeah, we'll surprise. we'll get to that. Um, right. But yeah, um, talking about quarterbacks, let, let's talk about Tua and this uh, concussion protocol. Um, if you've been watching uh, football games the last couple of weeks, you've just seen Tua. Tua has really like been through it, and my heart hurts for him because he was tackled. I want to say two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago now, um, and was taken out of the game, and because he looked wobbly like couldn't keep his balance was kind of stumbling as he walked off the field went out of the game came back in like a couple plays later um and finished that game and was evaluated um I want to say for a concussion protocol but then it was like later uh told to everybody like the public that it was a back it was back problems um fast forward to that was a Sunday game and then he played the following Thursday gets hit hard again and it's just uh eventually taken off the field in a stretcher it was just it was it was pretty ugly honestly to watch and see you just you know your heart goes out to him and his family because um I mean you never want to see anybody taking off the field in a stretcher um but especially if they had just looked like they had had a concussion a couple of days before and then come back play five days later um and then being taken off the field in a stretcher so the nfl needs to and is uh looking at their concussion protocol and especially what happened with tua because this is um you know a young man who's got his whole life ahead of him got um i'm sure aspirations and goals outside of football like football doesn't last forever so um yeah hopefully nfl just decides to make some changes and take better care of their players. No, I agree. You know, it's, it's certainly a wish, wish the best uh, for Tua. You know, these guys, you think to me, guys who've been trained to be professional athletes, particularly I think with football, excuse me, they've been trained to fight through injury. Mm -hmm. And, and even part of that, is some diversity issues and, and how, you know, you know, you know, these guys got to keep pushing through. It, you know, for me, I think too, is just kind of injury prone. There's, there's a term like injury prone, right? Yes. You remember coming out of Alabama, he jammed his hip up yeah, that really was, bad. And that, that too. you know, so I, I just don't understand the mentality behind, you know, I mean, I do understand, um, and that's, but I think it's a cultural thing amongst the guys on the team that even when you're hurt, you got to keep pushing through. Right. And and clearly, I think that's that's what he was trying to do mm-hmm. um, to to show to his teammates he's quote unquote tough. Um, I, I just don't un- I don't understand how you know here these these guys having seven, eight surgeries on knees. And um, even the Steelers have a guy, the tight end, Pat Fryermuth. Yeah. He's in his second year. Yes. And he's got, he's already had three concussions. Yes. Uh, he just got crunched, I feel like, again last week. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, it, three concussions in, in, in less than two years, less than yeah. two seasons, to me, I'm thinking, you know what, this this is this might be my last year. Yeah. You know, and like like you saying, here's a young, a young man, you know, in his early 20s. Right. With his whole life ahead of him. And if he keeps going at this pace, he'll have, you know, how many, how many, I mean, how many more concussions do you have before you kind of say, you know what? Yeah. And 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 so I, I just don't understand it. Certainly the NFL. To me, I think the NFL for certain positions, they should, I know how it sounds, they should um, kind of prescribe how many, depending mm. on your position, how long you can play. I mean, because there's some positions where you don't have any contact every play. Right. But you, you take linemen, they're bumping 
heads every play. So to me, after about six years, seven years, if you're, if you're a lineman, you can't play more than six, seven years. Depending on your position, you know, you you if you're a running back, I think after X amount of carries, like you can't play anymore. And we're doing this for you. Yeah. Um, so to me, you know, it's got to be some kind of drastic shift in the thinking. One is kind of cultural, like to say if a guy's hurt. I mean, you see these guys dislocating, clap, broken clavicles and knee surgery playing the next week. Like, no, that you think if you or I broke our clavicle or a bone and had surgery on our thumb, you know, how are you going to play next week? Yeah. Like, I, I'm not even going to work next week. Right. And, right. and you play and you play in football. Where, where it's people's job to throw you on the, on the ground and they don't care if you're injured, right, or been injured. So it, it's an interesting dynamic. Yeah. I mean, I'm – and we are obviously, like, big fans and watch the game. Um, but football is actually crazy when you think about it. Just – um folks just tackling each other every every play um and so I know it's it's out there and been described as like these many if maybe many collisions like every time um you're tackled but um yeah I I do hope that there are changes um that positively like impact the players um it might change how the game is played or viewership or whatever a lot of these things if not everything is attached to money of course as well so these changes um will of course be viewed from the lens of of how much money will people make or lose uh depending on uh what can happen what changes could actually happen but i i do hope for for player safety and longevity that something um does change does shift in terms of like rules and regulations um especially when it comes to concussions, because um, there's there's no need to, to keep playing after you have three, four in, in a couple of weeks, even in a couple of years. Uh, to me, one is more than enough. So but I'm not I'm not an athlete. I'm not a professional athlete. So um, I know that mentality, that thought process is different. But again, for player safety, I, I do hope that they do shift some things. And of course, like we've already mentioned, our our best to Tua um, in a speedy recovery. So, yeah. wish him well. Wish yeah. him well, and hope uh, he, he makes a great recovery and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and ultimately decides to to do what's best for himself. Yes, and yes. and his future. Yes, and, and that, that might mean not playing football. It could, and I would respect that. So, yeah, absolutely. Yes, but. Like I mentioned, I am not a professional athlete, but what I can tell you is that I'm doing pretty good as a uh, amateur fantasy football player. Um, so shout out to uh, the league that we started uh, through some folks at work. Shout out to Blake because Blake actually made it happen and started the thing. Um, we've only been going for two weeks, y'all. But what can I tell you about those two weeks is that you yes. I can tell you that your girl is sitting in first place right now in the league. Um, there are two women and six men um, a part of this league. And so, yes, right now, Farron is sitting at the top. And we love that for a couple of reasons, just because, you know, it's nice to be at the top every so often. Um, but also, again, just, just to prove, just to show uh, that women – know what they're talking about okay uh when it comes to sports or really anything else but we belong in these rooms in these leagues on these teams part of these conversations um because although I am a first timer I kind of know what I'm doing a little bit okay I kind of know what I'm talking about so I am very excited again this week things could change literally Thursday Sunday by next week it's a long season um so for the week that I got it 
I'm excited to be at the top. So shout out to all my women who are in male-dominated spaces, especially sports spaces. Um, I know what that feels like also on the uh, academic side of things. I was a physics turned math major. Um, so that's also just a, a male-dominated area, space, classrooms, all that stuff. Um, but shout out to my ladies who are holding it down um, in these male-dominated spaces. I see you. Yeah, we see you. We see you. So if if you're if you're in those spaces, you know, check us out. Let us know how it's been going. Yeah. Um, you know, give us some thoughts on how do we, you know, we just in general, you know, recognize and create more opportunities for women to to coach all sports. Uh, my my rule is if you can play, you can play. If you can coach, you can coach. That's not necessarily gender specific. So um, shout out to you, big big props to you for thank you for for you know setting the pace in, in your fantasy league. So yeah. Um, yeah, we you know so yeah there there I believe there are lots of of yous out there, lots of folks like that. you, women who know what they're doing. Um, and, and I, I'm hopeful you see at, at a minimum more co-ed leagues mm-hmm. and, um, just women, you know, involved in, in the fantasy sports. It's nice to see it, you know, like NFL network has these fantasy sports like analysts and, and several of them are women where they give the stats and update and who to sit, who to play. So I think that that's a, that's a really good look. Yeah. For sure. Um, I agree. Love seeing women or just not men uh, on TV talking about these things, uh, leading in these spaces, being a part of the discussion. So um, if you're somebody who's listening like, oh, like, how do I get in a fantasy football league? Or like, what are your like, feel free to ask me. Hit me up. Uh, Follow us on Instagram or find me on Facebook, like whatever. I'm happy to have those conversations or talk about what it's been like or my own experience or hear about your experience um, of what it's been like for you to be in some of these spaces where you're a minority. So yeah, shout out to to women, to minorities who are, are existing and thriving even, doing really well um, in sports spaces because we've got good things to say too. Like we have valuable um, insight and perspective. So uh, good for us. Proud of me. I'm here. Well said. That's well yeah. said. Thank you. I appreciate well it. Said. I appreciate it. So yeah, just a just a quick shout out to uh, the fantasy football league. Um, all the folks appreciate y'all. Um, Connor, I'll see you this week. Okay. Um, but yeah, with that, I think we can we can shift into basketball a little bit. Actually, we've got. Sure. Um, NBA action uh, happening now. Um, preseason has been in full effect, and we've got the full regular season starting next Tuesday. Um, but there's been plenty of drama um, over the last couple of weeks, and really over the summer when it comes to comes to basketball, um, but specifically. In the last week, um, everybody's favorite, Draymond Green, just was out here punching a teammate. And so it's been like all over sports news. And so a lot of sports folk and former players have said like this actually happens in practice and things more often than we like viewers, general fans think or know. But what's different about this time in particular is that the video surfaced. And so nobody knows how the video was leaked or where it's coming from. And Warriors, uh, the team that he plays for, Warriors folk are not happy that the video got out because he got a a clean hit on his teammate, Jordan Poole. Um, And Jordan Poole, like, is a skinny dude. Um, you know, he's, he's still an athlete, you know, still looks, you know, muscular and stuff, but he's a, he's a little thin dude. Um, and Draymond Green is kind of thick and, and bear-like, not like large, large, but he's, he's a grown man for sure. Um, folks who follow basketball, uh, the NBA in particular know 
that Draymond, this is kind of his, this is kind of his brand. He's uh, a passionate, I guess that's probably the most uh, positive spin on it <laughs> guy. Right. He's, he's emotional. He's kind of a, a little bit annoying, um, a little bit of a pest. Um, and that's kind of his role. Like that's what he does. But it seems like folks on the team trust him, uh, especially the the older guys, the the folks that he's been playing with for years seem to to believe in him, to trust him, to know like uh, that he has limit, like trust that he knows his own limits. Um, but this is not the first time he's gotten in some type of trouble. Um, but again, it's one of the first we've seen him really getting into it with a teammate and there being video um, of it. So just interesting times for the Warriors. Draymond himself decided to, he made a public apology. It did seem sincere um, from what you can tell. And he decided to step away from the team for a couple of days, um, but will be rejoining them on Thursday and for their home, for their yeah home opener um, at the beginning of the season, but just a mess. I don't really know why you would need or want to punch your teammate. I don't, yeah. I don't understand that. No, you know, I, I've been thinking about this too. You know, I have a few things. One, one is, let, let's put this out there. Uh, it's rhetorical for you, but who do folks like in the NBA finals this year? Mm. Do you think uh, Golden State has what it takes to repeat? Um, Good you know, Boston was in the finals. I know they kind of in disarray. <sighs> so they got drama too. They got drama too. So if you're listening, let us know who you think. Who do you like in the finals? Like, like Farron was saying, put it on Facebook page or Instagram pages. Uh, let us know what you think. Um, but regarding Draymond, clearly he's got a, and not necessarily fighting. And, and, and yes, you, you want passionate people, right? Sure. And I think you said it best. His brand is, is passion, intimidation. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but even still, that's got to be used wisely right the technical fouls and yeah crying after every play and the dramatics um you know as as a you know i I describe my i often describe my father as a man's man um i I don't condone fighting so let let me just be really clear about that uh having said that i think for me it's it's I need to better understand what was said, right? So, because for me, it's even for me, just I ain't, I'm not an NBA player, not nothing close like that. But to me, there are certain things that can be said to you that where you, you kind of got to toss that rule out, right? Like, while I don't condone fighting, there, there's like, I'll never forget um, years ago, years ago, Rod Woodson. For the Steelers, was this this is football? I get it. I hope my example makes sense here. But Rod Woodson was um, was playing against the Cincinnati Cincinnati Bengals, and uh, Woodson wasn't you know wasn't a hothead or anything. I never forget during the game, and I can't remember the receiver's name. It'll come to me. The Cincinnati had a receiver. Anyway, the receiver said something about. Um, I think like his kids or his wife or, and they're biracial or, or something. And to me, there are certain things that just kind of off limits, right? So what, what, what we don't know is what Jordan Poole said or did. And while I don't condone fighting at all, particularly a teammate, it will be helpful to me uh, before I throw Draymond under the bus, I need to know did Jordan Poole say do one of those things that's really below the belt that anybody would have responded to like that. Not, not that that makes it right. That doesn't make it right. I don't know, but it's, it's just, just one of those things. Like even my head, I got certain things. You know, I don't mind you saying certain things to me, but if you, there are certain names in my head that you call me those certain names. Like, oh, it, it, I'm it's just on, right? So, um, you know, but he, he clearly, Draymond clearly has to do something 
to 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 manage mm -hmm. the passion, right? Like I'm saying, the technical files, he's in everybody's face, mm -hmm. and that that you you got to be careful because you don't want to take away the thing that makes him him, right? Yeah. But at the same time, you got to manage it manage it well so you don't hurt your team. Um, right. I am curious who leaked the video because clearly some, to me, it would be easier to find a person like who was standing in that particular right. angle when it happened. Like That's why, what why I'm thinking. So, right. Why is that so hard to find who leaked the video? Who was standing right there and recorded it? Who was standing there? Like how many people are in practice? Right. How many people are in practice? Who, who do you mean who leaked it? I, I don't understand that. That's just funny to me. Yeah, I I feel like unless they like allowed and maybe they did, but it allows media members to be a part of the practice and things like that. But it wasn't like folks were having interviews or something on the side. So like I, I just I feel like there's probably only so many people at the practice, probably only so many people who had their phones out because like it's not a high quality video. It's definitely like. Maybe it was somebody who was hiding because it's like they zoomed in real close to something <laughs> because I'm like, how many people did you let in the practice? Right, right. Was it an open practice? Were you allowing just folks in San Francisco to just come in and right. see? So I don't I don't know what the what the rules were, who was there. But to me, I'm like, I'm thinking how many people was actually in the building at this point? But maybe that's the problem. Somebody who wasn't supposed to be there was there. <laughs> and all of a sudden this comes out. But yeah, so to me, um, I mean, most of the time, I feel like I don't really like Draymond's attitude because it's, it's always so borderline reckless. Like, it just feels like it could go either way depending on the day and the crowd uh on what he had for breakfast it just seems like it could just go either way um and so to me yeah i just i don't think there's really ever a reason to be punching your teammate um i do imagine yes it does change like depending on what pool said and i don't know pool from you know uh somebody off the street um and I'm sure just from knowing Draymond from a TV perspective like it wasn't like he was totally quiet either right but to me I'm like there's 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 no reason there's no reason to be punching people um now I know I have a different perspective because I am a woman and uh my brain works differently and I'm very okay with that but to me I'm like there's there's no reason there's no reason to to just be punching somebody like that really ever but again especially your teammate like in practice um so yeah um I think it's good you know Draymond apologize you know publicly um and to Jordan Poole's family and, you know, talking about not wanting to make things awkward, like when they get their rings on the at the first game or like as they're obviously trying to repeat and get another championship. Um, I think, unfortunately, it still does take away from like the beginning of their year of their season. I think it does make things awkward. Like folks are still talking about this. And this happened like last week. Um, again, the video um, does change things. But yeah, I I really do hope Draymond um yeah keeps the passion, like his energy, like his team needs that spark a lot of the time. But it just like I said, it just goes like borderline reckless. And I, I need you to have I need you to be able to rein that in, Draymond. So hopefully he does um he's kind of learn to regulate his emotions a little bit better. But um, we'll see how this how this year goes for for them and the Warriors. But yeah, definitely let us know who you think uh, is a contender this year in, in the NBA and who's going to the finals and what that looks like. So um, the Warriors have handled things like this before, so I feel pretty confident that they'll be all right. Um, but this this is this is different. Um, you got folks punching teammates, and we got the video of it. So. 
um, yeah, we'll we'll see how they handle it. You know, also, you know, um, be nice to hear from our listeners who they think other annoying players are. Like, oh, yeah. Like Draymond's annoying. Yes. Patrick, Patrick Beverly's Beverly. annoying. Yes. So who, who's, the, who's the top five uh, most annoying? Uh, I might put that on my Facebook page uh, after yes. we post the link. Like, share with us who you think the top five. It doesn't have to be, they don't have to be playing today. But the top five most annoying Ooh. players. Okay. Well, then I, I'm definitely adding uh, Lambeer, Bill Lambeer. Yes. To that list. <clears throat> he. So Patrick Beverly, Lambeer. Yeah. Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. So we we need a top we folks we need a top five. Who's the most? Yeah. Who's the top five most annoying? NBA players. Uh, yeah. So be anxious to hear and see what, what your thoughts are on that. Mm, mm-hmm. Yes, definitely let us know. Um, yeah, and maybe, you know, this will let folks dig up a little bit of basketball history. So, um, you know, you can flex a little bit, let us know, bring up some folks maybe we haven't heard of before, but um, definitely belong on that list. So, yeah, uh, hit us up. Let us know what you think. We're excited to hear from you. So. Yeah. Well, we got next Curry and the billion dollar deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that's just strange to me. Um, well, what I what I don't know, and, and I'm not taking anything away from Steph Curry. I'm a, I'm a big Steph Curry fan. Love Steph. Um, just an amazing talent, and just and I don't know him, but he seems like just a an, a really nice guy. You know, family guy. And, um. I guess my question sometimes is for our, it's more societal. Mm-hmm. How, how does, how does, how does, how do you make like this gazillion dollars because you could play basketball, yeah. but yet you take police officers, teachers, heck, even what I do, I, I ain't gonna make that kind of money in a lifetime. So yeah. it, it just amazes me how the toughest jobs sometimes pay the least but yet you know entertainers and people who have this and maybe that's why they're paid so highly because they have a unique skill yeah can make can make a zillion dollars but but hats off to him um obviously nike or um I'm, I'm, who's the deal with it's not nike it's yeah. um under armor under armor obviously under armor is making a gazillion billion dollars in order to pay one person a billion dollars. Right. Yeah. And, and that, you know, obviously that's because we're buying, in fact, I'm wearing Under Armour now. Right. <laughs> yes. So, um, but this was a gift, right. I didn't buy this. I didn't buy this folks. I didn't okay. Buy yes. <laughs> but, but still it, it makes you, makes you, when you think about how folks spend their money and how we, we spend on athletic gear and, how we spend for tickets and how athletes are comp- compensated. And when you think of the average person has a really tough job is not. Yeah. That that's my only, but hats off to Steph Curry. Uh, like I said, big fan. Um, he, he's amazing. I, he, he can almost shoot from the, the I mean, opposite foul anywhere. line. Like it's, yeah. like it's a layup. I've never seen that. I do know his dad, Del, Del Curry, when he played. His brother was pretty good, pretty good shooter, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't recall his name right now. Curry. Steph Curry and uh, Seth. Seth, Seth mm-hmm. Curry, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, their dad was a really good shooter in the NBA, too. So it's interesting to me how that that trait, that gene is passed to, to, yes, to both boys like that. And yeah. mom may have had, mom had something to do with that, too. I don't know what yeah. her athletic background is. Um, but just interesting how that, that is multi-generational. Yeah. Um, and their sister is an athlete too. Uh, I know she played volleyball. Didn't know that. Mm -hmm. I didn't mean to leave her out. I didn't know that. It's all good. Yeah. So, um, she was at least, I don't know if she's still currently playing, but, um, a really great volleyball player as well. So, um, definitely athletic genes just through the whole family, um, but yeah, folks who know me know I love Steph. Love Steph. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm a fan. Um, no. 
like we've Dan already mentioned, um, definitely like just an amazing talent, skilled player, has changed the game um, in more ways than one, but especially when it comes to his uh, three-point shooting and ways that he creates space on the floor for his team, um, just be running around like nobody's business on the court. Um, amazing, 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 amazing talent. And um, I just, I do like, I think he's a great guy. Uh, haven't met him. Don't, don't know him personally, but from bits and pieces that I can gather, um, whether that's interviews or, um, you know, YouTube videos or, you know, from his Instagram or whatever, um, just seems like a genuine, like stand up guy. It doesn't feel like there's a lot of those in general, but especially athletes. Um, it's easy when you're making billion dollar deals um, to be a jerk. Uh, to just care about yourself, to care about your money, um, you know, I'm gonna make mine and then forget everybody else. Like it would be really easy um, for him to be like that or have that kind of attitude. Um, but it doesn't seem like he does. He seems like a guy that everybody enjoys and likes to be around and um, has a positive attitude, really cares about his family. I know he also like uh, is a Christian too, which I think is awesome. Um, and it's just like open and honest and about that as well. So big Stefan, definitely. Yes. Happy for him here that I am happy for him. And I think athletes get paid way too much anyway, just in comparison to other professions, uh, especially teachers. Um, shout out to my teacher friends. Y'all are great and amazing. I don't know how you do it, but just so much respect for you. Um, there are people who are impacting like culture, society, uh, kids um, on a variety of levels. That's again, teachers, I'm thinking about doctors, um and healthcare professionals although doctors do get paid a lot of money they're saving lives <laughs> they should be paid a lot of money um but yeah just in comparison to some of those things I'm like athletes I get that we're all watching it we're all consuming it um like movies and other forms of entertainment um but I'm like a billion dollars for what but we got we got teachers struggling because uh, th- to make ends meet and that they got to buy their own pencils like and, and school supplies for their students. So, um, again, most, if not all things are driven by money, um, which is unfortunate. But um, I don't even know, like how we begin to sort of make that shift. Um, or where that conversation starts, like on what level um, to create impact. I mean, I think it could be as small as something like this and us talking about it and others continuing that conversation. But um, yeah, love Steph. Shout out to Steph um, for being um, what seems to be, again, haven't met him, a great guy um, while also, you know, making making his money. But yeah, I, I would love to see the shift in... Um, how we pay folks just in their profession because it's kind of crazy. It is. I agree. It really is. And um, yeah, I, I'm like you. I'm hopeful that podcasts like this, the diversity element of it, can can begin a conversation. Uh, I'm not mad at you know. We I'm not mad at anybody who, yeah. you know who gets paid. Uh, but certainly, again, you know, when I think of folks who have really difficult jobs mm-hmm. that they do every day that aren't fun and nobody's watching and cheering can you know hardly make a, a living wage and that right. that 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 shouldn't just concern you and I right but that should concern a lot of folks about our our societal priorities yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah I agree um and uh it's funny because somehow baseball players are actually like some of the uh most well-paid athletes um I'd say at least in this country um don't can't speak for everywhere but which I think is even crazier because I feel like they have to be and this is this is a judgment from somebody who doesn't play baseball and has not played baseball. 
um, but have a perhaps less physically demanding uh, job because it's not a contact uh, sport most of the time, um, but somehow get paid the most. And I feel like as we are seeing the baseball playoffs starting and happening now, like we're going to hear more and more about folks in their contracts and how much they're they're getting paid but um yeah you know i'm gonna be real honest on our on our episode tonight um i'm a big orioles fan and with the orioles not being in it i haven't been really watching um i will also say this my sentiment for the yankees ah. is similar to <laughs> and that strong yes. as my sentiment for the dallas cowboys so I'm just going to park. Yes. I'm going to leave that right there. Great. That's oh. on the record. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I'm going to be honest with y'all too. Uh, not a huge baseball fan. That used to be on every day, especially every Sunday. <laughs> um, back in. Uh, Where at? Yes. Where years was it ago. On? Yes. It was on every day. Um, that's a little um inside joke, but at uh my great grandparents' house, um, dad's grandparents' house, it's just, it was just living and breathing baseball. It was either um, you know, my mom's stories, uh, some little soap operas, or it was baseball. Um, occasionally, maybe something else got thrown on there, you know. Uh, but that's especially on a Sunday. Oh my goodness. Um, so anyway, there was I'll, one TV in the house. Yeah. Well, yes. For well, a while. One, yeah. Right. For a while, there was only one TV in the house. Right. Yes. Eventually there were two. Right. So, but then sometimes it'd be baseball on both TVs both. and I'm like, right. I'm just, I'm just going to go outside because I don't want to watch this. So anyway, that's all I'm going to say. Baseball, is not my favorite. Um, we are not going to dig too deeply into baseball. But if you're if you're listening, you're a fan, um, and you're super invested in the baseball playoffs, right? Now, let us know. Like we yeah. we can still talk about it. Um, ask us a it's question. Up. Like we'll we'll do some digging. We'll we'll do some research. Like um, we're still happy to talk about it. We we care about our fans and what y'all are interested in. And like we've talked about, like uh, we talk about a diverse uh variety of sports and so if baseball is your thing let us know um let us know yeah i think that's that's all we got on so i don't i don't have any strong opinions about teams in particular ride for the home team you know shout out to the orioles um but that's that's about as far as it goes for me so yeah same here and that's all right and that's all right but i think that brings us to the ashtray what's Uh, in the ashtray yes for this week so that's our little segment talking about like just butts of the week last couple weeks stuff that we want to throw out that's kind of gross kind of nasty uh stuff like that so yeah dad what's in the ashtray this week what's in the ashtray you know what stands out to me a couple things um we're going back to tom brady roughing the passer penalties that was not mm-hmm. i mean you know we talked about certainly we we hold player safety at yep. the utmost priority you know we talked certainly about Tua and his injury mm-hmm. and concussions how 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 you you want folks to be able to resume their lives beyond football and have have productive lives Having said that, if you're going to call it a penalty, it really should be a penalty. It shouldn't be player specific. Yeah. Football is a contact sport. And I think part of why it's so popular is we we thirst for that contact, right? I know the NFL doesn't promote, promote it like they used to, um, but certainly you you can't. You can't have faux tackling. Yeah. You can't, you can't have, you, you can't insult us as a viewer. You can't water down the tackling to the point where it's not tackling. 
because a part of that element that draws fans to it is, I'll use this for lack of a better word, is the violence of it, is the physicality of it. That's what draws some of us to it. So you can't have faux tackling. You can't, you, you can't protect the game and players to the point where it makes a mockery of what actually draws people to it. And certainly the, the roughing the passer called on Brady, which really wasn't. Um, there was another roughing the passer called on um, Oakland Raiders quarterback, uh, Derek Carr, that really wasn't, um, you know, it maybe it's me, but I think Tom Brady gets the benefit of the doubt more than most. Yeah. I don't have, I don't have any footage here to play play for you, but it at least appears that way to me. Mm -hmm. um, so the question I ask myself is, if that were Russell Wilson, if that were any other quarterback, would, would that have been called a penalty? Um, he's often referred to as the GOAT, which which he's got the credentials and the, and the, and the, and the trophies to 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 uh, substantiate that that term of endearment. I get that, uh, but still, the the rules can't be skirted. That I shouldn't even use that word. The rules can't be skipped um, to to allow one player or position where you make a mockery of the sport itself. So mm -hmm. that that's my two cents. In fact, I was about to say skirt the rules. Um, I wanted to check myself because even um, Troy Aikman in related in relation to this said the rules committee needs to look at this and take the dresses off. And that's a bit sexist in, in, in that statement, which is why, I, and I apologize because I was about to almost do the same thing here and say skirt the rules. Um, but, you know, we, we got, you're going to be an analyst in anything. If we, if we are centering diversity, uh, please know that, that our language matters, mm -hmm. um, sexism, genderism, ageism, racism, you know, uh, regardless of your occupation, I think you need to be culturally aware of some of the statements that you made and their impact. For so sure. I'm going to be quiet and, 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 and what do you think? Yeah, I mean, that's part of the reason why I am and was excited about um, our podcast in particular, because we get to talk about those things. Um, I watch a variety of like ESPN um, shows or NFL Network or whatever type of shows, and none of them are talking about this. Um, and that's a comment that was made on national television. So I know for me, um, whether it's in a room of 10 people or you're, you know, got millions of viewers, if you've made some sort of public uh, mistake or hurtful comments or whatever, like it needs to be corrected in public. Um, so, yeah, I and it doesn't really matter. Like, I know Troy's just talking because white men can just talk and say whatever they want and not really worry about the impact that it has on other folks because um they just don't have to worry about those types of things most of the time so um but that doesn't change uh the impact that it has and will have um on all the viewers that that heard um yeah I mean Troy there's there's just so many other things you could say or don't say it at all um and to be clear um maybe for folks who are newer or just don't know totally like with the roughing the passer it's basically a way to protect the quarterback who is usually the passer um so that uh he doesn't get just totally uh, I don't know busted up basically it's a way of protecting the quarterback as the passer and so recently there have been a couple of roughing the passer calls that just like don't even uh it, yeah they they weren't really roughing the passer like it's some little light tackles especially for football so I do think Tom Brady does get special treatment um, and that's part of why I do not enjoy him as a player because this man has cheated and lied and, and gets these special calls and folks be treating him all types and worshiping the ground that he walks on even though again I feel like he's just kind of an average white guy 
but um he he gets he gets special special privilege and i'm so i'm so tired of it i'm just i'm tired of it so it takes these little knickknack calls nitpick calls like and they just stuff just goes his way all the time um so i'm just i'm tired of it i'm like i don't know what else he's gotta do he's cheated and lied he gets the special calls and yet it's still like oh he's he's so and oh he's wonderful and will you sign my no no so i i'm i'm tired of tom i i am and yeah he's he's won a couple super bowls or whatever i get that i really do um and there is some level of respect there, but I'm I'm real tired. I'm real tired of hearing about Tom Brady. Um, and seeing these calls like this that spe- especially go in his favor. Um, when I don't know what else folks can do if you're a defensive guy coming after the quarterback. Like I I'm sorry. I, I don't know what else folks can do. Um, definitely all about protecting the player, but um at some point, some some of these calls are getting a little bit out of out of hand. So, um, yeah, so that's why that's why that's in the ashtray um, for sure yeah. for this week. So. Yeah, yeah, um, and and you know, please, you know, if you're listening, if you got a, a topic we should put in the ashtray to focus on, let us know. Uh, we're happy to spend some time in that space. Um, certainly, at, at any point, if you got questions, comments. You know, hit us up. We want this. This show is for for everybody. And yeah. and, and friend, I love how you you step back and really explained uh, roughing the pastor. I kind of got ahead of myself. That mm-hmm. that's also what this show is about. Is really kind of breaking down. You know, some of these terms are that people say and use for that. You know, so that the average fan can kind of tune in and, and and really enjoy and understand what what's going on. So thank you, thank you for clarifying that. What that mm-hmm. meant. Yeah. No, my pleasure. Um, if you're somebody who's watching a football game and they're talking about the naked boot and the boot cut and the side boot and the snake boot and all these different type of routes and everything else, and you're like, I don't know what they're talking about. Me, me neither. Okay, I I don't know, still don't know what a naked boot is. Um, and that's something these announcers and commentators be saying all the time. Somebody's always running some type of naked boot. Um, and I, I kind of wish they wouldn't at this point, but, um, yeah, we, we are here to, to assist, to help, to encourage, to explain, um, some of those things. So yeah, if you got questions, let us know. Um, we, we did have, um, Brett Favre and some of his shenanigans, um, to put in the ashtray as well. Uh, I think we can say that for another time for just for sake of time here. Um, lots to talk about with Brett Favre. If you're interested, um, definitely keep listening um, to future episodes, but also take a look yourself. Like honestly, if you Google Brett Favre right now, um, the first things I imagine that'll come up will be some of the, the scandal that he's currently uh, found himself in. But yeah, so that's to come in later uh, in later episodes. But we do want to say, like we've already mentioned, you can you can ask the ashes. All right. That's us. We want to hear from y'all. Ask us your questions, whether that's about football, basketball, um, soccer, like baseball playoffs, like, um, you know, something maybe related to the Olympics, like um, women in sports, swimming, like ask us your questions. We will make space to to answer those as they do come up um in future episodes but yeah feel free to let us know your thoughts um and your questions and we'll feature it on here and also you know just for for listeners we we're planning to go live on october 26th we are so please join us uh hopefully we have some basketball coaches girls that girl dads uh, certainly, if you know of a girl dad like the feature, let us know um, so we can reach out and have them on as well. But uh, we'll be featuring some guests. Uh, we'll confirm those guests and put them on our on our social media pages. Mm-hmm. Uh, please, the show is for you. We enjoy sports. We enjoy talking about the tough things, yeah. uh, diversity related. Um, these are our opinions. We're not professional athletes, uh, but we got opinions and, and we're going to make sure we we give our opinions on some of the tough questions and issues and, and hopefully that uh, you'll weigh in as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So let us know, like that already said, if you're um, somebody who's interested 
and being guests on on the podcast we'd love to have you um we are excited about our our live episode coming up like we already mentioned october 26th that will be on a wednesday no surprises um so join us on facebook live for that one and future episodes um yeah so thanks again y'all for listening and participating and engaging with us on facebook and instagram and um texting us and let us letting us know that you listened i and we definitely appreciate it so um yeah i think that's all for for today so yeah that, i think that's it for today and you know how we always close you already know yeah every every wednesday, wednesday is, is ash wednesday, wednesday. <laughs>